welcome back to the Darf Show. Just finished up watching the race there at Talladega. I got Nathan and, and Matt here in studio with me. Um, excited to get their take. They finished up watching the race here. Heck of a race. Very good race. Uh, so I'll throw it to the boys and let's see what their thoughts were. Go ahead. Wild. Like we was just saying off air, you know, probably, if not, probably top three race yeah. of the year, in my opinion. Um, I agree. Shame they had the red flag for rain there for a while, but, you know, at least they got it back going after, you know, didn't, didn't think they was going to. So, good thing the skies broke and finally got it finished. I agree with you. I looked at the radar when the red flag came out. I was like, it's done. Yeah. You know, they might try tomorrow. Yeah. But, uh, I'm going to give props to NASCAR. They probably had to work more rain, you know, this year yeah. th than recently. And so I think I read something like five of the nine races that they've ran since they've came back from the break has been impacted by rain. Yeah. And you sometimes you don't get that in the whole season almost, but let alone in a month and a half or however long it's been. But yeah. i got to say I am a fan of the <clears> – <throat> no practice and no qualifying mm -hmm. you know i think nascar needs to look at this if they're looking to cut costs we just don't go back to yep. all the practice and all the qual you know i, I like the drawing to be honest yep. with you kind of kind of shuffles up the yep. start they got enough computer simulation you know with their programming engineers and all that you know that's just one or two days they could cut out of a weekend at track oh, you yeah. know yeah drivers show up sunday morning race go home same day yeah you know, heck i would love that and if they are going to qualify do like xfinity does qualify the day of the race yeah you know that way you don't have to be there for a whole yeah. weekend and or kind of do like what indycar and f1 does if they're going to do something like that have like a half hour warm-up se mm -hmm. session of a morning and you know have it early enough that way if something does happen you know you can get your stuff yeah. fixed and you know they're not starting races till three o'clock anyways so they would have plenty of time you know i like that i would be in favor of that I, I just think, and I, I know that, you know, probably the tracks and um, NASCAR's argument is probably going to be, but we sell tickets to practice. We sell tickets mm -hmm. to, you know, the qualifying. And I know that's not a huge moneymaker. Yeah. Concession stands open. I just think there's a lot of other things they could do with that practice and qualifying time. Fan meet and greets. Again, we talk all the time about mm -hmm. how do we how do we build this sport I know there's a lot more that we do in the local scene that my six-year-old would like to go do at a NASCAR race instead of watching practice and qualifying. Yeah. I agree. And it, you know, when the fans come back, they really need to look at that, yeah. you know, have more of the fan activity zone and definitely way more interaction with yeah. drivers or, and, you know, stuff like that. I mean, even getting out, I mean, how cool would it be, you know, you're talking about a kid how cool would it be if you had some of the simulators, you know, the iRacing mm -hmm. simulators set up and you had different drivers that rolled in every half an hour or hour, you yeah. know, and how you could set them up on the front stretch yeah. if you're not qualifying and let yeah. come out and walk the, the front stretch and jump in a simulator against, you know, whoever, Jimmy Johnson or, mm -hmm. or Ryan Blaney, whoever you may be as a, as a young kid, that would have been, I mean, I go back to our era if I could have gotten a simulator, I know they didn't exist. I mean, when Matt was around, hell, they were still pedaling their cars like the Flintstones. Um, you got to take that. 
<laughs> well, he has to because the Flintstones cars are almost like a Jeep. So his only response would have been something about a Jeep. So, uh, But if I could have sat down and, and competed with a Tony Stewart, with a Jeff Gordon, with a Dale you, Earnhardt. You would have never competed against Tony Stewart. You would have been driving the simulator same time he was. Mm. You got a sound effect for that? Objection! Uh, what I would... I did see a great uh, uh, Pure Stock bumper the other day on the internet that said, don't worry, I've done this on Xbox before. Mm-hmm. I thought that yeah. was a great oh, yeah. back bumper. Uh, but no, I, I just, I think that I agree with both of you. I think the the no practice, no qualifying. And I do think the, the that NASCAR needs to get to look at some fan zone experiences. Mm-hmm. If you're talking about like the NFL and some others, but even the fact, let's talk about what we do on Saturday nights. Letting a kid crawl in the cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, if anything, get the uh, the show cars out. Yeah. 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 It doesn't and, have to know, be your right. race car. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah we. Uh, I know. I get excited when I go in Walmart and they got the right. show car, the truck. Yeah. Around the Bush beer. You know, yeah. you know, it's not the real one. It's just a show yeah. car. But oh, I, it's not. <laughs> sorry. Mm, darn. Mm. But uh, we. That's went, why I wouldn't start. <laughs> yeah. Because we went to the Xfinity race at Kentucky Speedway last year me and dad did i had tickets through work and they had a few little fan areas set up like that you know they had a an xfinity car that the door would open and you could you know put your kids in and that had the steering wheel it, i mean it was a real deal and we looked inside i was going to get in it but i couldn't fit so steering wheel comes off you know yeah i still couldn't have fit but <laughs> seat was too small <laughs> But if I would have so been set able, up for kids, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. but it was uh, it was a smarge. Yeah, yeah. They was probably gonna have to get the jaws of life and cut the roof off to get me out of it if I was able to slide in. So tight, tight squeeze. But anyway, I mean, you know, just stuff like that. You know, have maybe some more access to things. I mean, the kids running around and tore up that they got to set in a race car, and that's pretty neat. So maybe have the kids zone in the adult zone where there's bigger seats could be and alcohol but <laughs> i mean there's just there i think there's a lot that nascar could do to get fans more involved to make it more of a a weekend because I, I don't know about you guys like going to watch practice and qualifying does nothing for me no me neither now like if i'm going to go to bristol and make it a full weekend and you're going to get to see the trucks and the xfinity and everything all right if you're not doing anything you go but it it doesn't it, it doesn't excite me it's more of just a a sideshow to the cooler that you're carrying. Mm-hmm. I just think it shakes the initial startup because you don't have the fastest guy on the front row. And you kind of have that coming from behind because yeah. and I like the fact that if you, you know, your draw is based on how you finish in the race before. Mm-hmm. Um I think like next weekend uh they're at Pocono and they have a double header. Mm-hmm. They got a cup race Saturday and one Sunday the first through 20th i think they're going to invert the field for sunday so whoever finished 20th on saturday starts on the pole sunday i like it and that's kind of uh saturday night ish you know i I like that yeah and but i'm gonna i'm gonna almost argue with you a little bit i wouldn't be surprised but (laughs) you should (laughs) you said earlier you've got enough friends you weren't looking for any more so that's right i feel like i'm securely in that that lower tier a friendship um <laughs> hanging on no but but buy a thread but, 
<laughs> but you talk about it's not always the fastest guys up front, but I almost think we see cleaner racing with it because of this fact. You don't have the guys that are just setting their cars up for qualifying. Yes, Since they've done the point. qualifying and locking it down, some of those guys, and I know I've, I've said on this show before when I picked on uh, Chase Elliott, he was a qualifying wonder, mm-hmm. man. He could go out and, and start on the pole, but could never win and i know that i've ate my words that he has now but i think now you're you're getting that spread throughout the field you don't nobody's setting up just for their qualifying yep. run they're setting up to run the race yep. and i like the fact that they did start locking them down after qualifying because back when you can pretty much rebuild the car oh yeah it was totally different yeah. you know they had the thinner grease and the wheel bearings they had you know a, a different kind of rear end grease and which going back to if we're trying to save money in the sport there's one of them. Oh, yeah. I, I know the yeah. owners all want to trim somewhere, but they'll always spend money if they think they can get an advantage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I talked to a, a former driver Saturday night at the racetrack, and uh, you know, he was talking about how expensive racing is, even at a local level. I was like, but it's the driver's fault. Mm-hmm. You know, they, the driver is always like, well, I can go faster if I buy this, and they're going to buy that. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes the second guy buy that, mm-hmm. and then, you know, it's... And they get mad when series or tracks try to limit that stuff too yeah i mean they complain about the money but then they get angry if if a series steps in says we're not going to allow you guys to, to buy that it'll just prove you can't please a race car driver right unless they win Mm-hmm. well then that's just a temporary pleasure yeah, yeah it's it, it fades yeah. quickly oh yeah like right when they come over the back stretch to go back to the pits <laughs> yeah so i do guys say let's just go back to this race because we talked about i know you guys threw it out there a little bit that you guys would put this up as race of the year um possible top it, three for I, sure so yeah. let, let's 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 break that down a little bit because we're just talking cup series right mm-hmm. okay because I, i'm still going back to the briscoe over kyle bush that'll be my race of the year all year i don't care what i'll happens. give you that yeah um but cup series I'm trying to think what i the the, the first race back at darlington yeah. was was mm-hmm. really really good this one i just enjoyed because i mean we made comments you had ryan priest up there tyler reddick different cast of the characters. usual guys that are always up front weren't there but and we didn't have the big one yeah especially early on we had some spins Mm -hmm. we had some things happen you know Nemechek with his tire going down and and i know people are gonna say well right there coming to the check i don't care you can wreck yeah coming to the checkers that that's that's part of it Uh, that just shows everybody wants i mean they're they're giving through all and you're within feet of the finish i hate when and i know we were we were joking as we were watching it when you go from 30 some drivers and you got 10 that are racing yeah. for the win i mean there yeah. was still a hell of a group it just come down to the last lap a lot of them still finished they just went across the finish line backwards yeah, yeah. eric almarola finishes third backwards yeah. yeah i thought i was watching ricky bobby first i had to check the channel <laughs> thought he was gonna jump out in the sprint yeah i wasn't running he's under an applebee's commercial in the middle of it like in the movie <laughs> shake and bake yep so you talk about some of those guys that are not normally up front who impressed you today stenhouse yeah i agree and we talked about it you know we uh we're me and dustin definitely are both guilty about making fun of ricky there a little bit i don't know if it's making fun or we just 
Oh, him. I've made fun of him. We just so. point him out, but uh, <laughs> I well, you, I, you can't I, you can't fault him for being aggressive. No, don't get me wrong. I do make fun of him, but I am the only one at the table that owns a Ricky Stenhouse T-shirt. Because mm-hmm. he's your son, and I'm proud to own my Ricky Stenhouse T-shirt. Uh, but no, dude, he. I appreciate what you just said. I think a lot of people have this, you know, the, the connotation in NASCAR that he's a he's a wuss and he yeah. does that dude. Yeah. He's the epitome of the Saturday night racer we talked about. Wreckers yeah. or checkers, man. Yeah. He's He is going to go and try and go win a race. Well, you see that in the last lap. He went high. He went low. He was going everywhere there was a hole to try to get six more inches up on the leader. You know, and, and, he, and that's all he lost by. You know, so I, sometimes you just got to you know praise him for his effort because he he's a race car driver till the race is over. And, you know, another thing you could throw in, you know, with his team, you know, they don't run – the best on mile and a half tracks and you know they've got four great shots of winning each year you know two races at daytona mm-hmm. and two at talladega you know that's your best shot so you're going to be aggressive i agree you know i'm gonna throw this out here and this is probably going to be a very unpopular opinion um but i don't know about with you guys but in the greater public number one i'm going to say this because i'm going to bring dale earnhardt jr into the conversation but number one i fully support him being elected into the nascar hall of fame i know there was a lot of drama about that that he deserved it 100 mm-hmm. percent support and i'm not saying that because i don't believe the bs that he got in on his daddy's name no. No. now do i think he got in on just driver cred i know everybody wants to pull up the statistics no it's it's what he's done for mm-hmm. the sport mm-hmm. as a greater level but this is what i'm going to say take that nascar hall of famer and if you want to just talk numbers and talent, I would put Ricky Stenhouse right there with Junior as far as a, a restrictor plate racer. Mm. And that's what Junior made his career on. Look back. Junior didn't win a whole lot of mile and a no, half races. No, no. He made his career on restrictor plate races and him and Walter hooking up together mm-hmm. and being able to draft. Yeah. Stenhouse is right there. And I'm and I'm not knocking Junior by saying that, but I think Stenhouse gets put way down in because he's a he's a restrictor plate racer that's a skill too well, I'm, gonna, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm gonna add i'm gonna agree with your statement but i'm gonna add to it junior was a great leader in the restrictor plates he was out front and you know could cut the air stenhouse is a great pusher I think Stenhouse pushes better than Junior did. I would agree with that because Stewart always was the one typically. Stewart or Waltrip was yep. pushing Junior yep. at Junior's heyday. Yep. And I will agree with you. Stenhouse, and Stenhouse is a great one, similar to a Stewart in the idea of drafting partner. He's going to push you until the very last moment. Then he's going to try and go yep. get his run on you. Yep. He, he's loyal, but as soon as it's time yep. to go, yep. he's going to pull out and drag yeah, and, race And you. he will give you all he can when, when he's pushing. So that's yeah, he's going to beat the he's going to beat yeah. the crap out of that back pump. You really didn't see Junior push a whole lot, but, but he was great. If you got hooked up with him, he was going to take you to the front yeah. but, easily. Yeah, and, and again, that's not a knock on Junior or no one. It's like I said from the get go. I think he's a Hall of Famer, and I'll argue mm-hmm. that with anybody. I don't care. You want to throw stats up? You want to throw this up? I'll agree. He's a Hall of Famer. Not because of what his daddy did. That's not even in the equation for me. And by saying that, I'm not saying Stenhouse is a Hall of Famer either. Because I don't think he's had the no. impact on the sport that Junior did. But I just I think you've got to give Stenhouse some credit. I can't believe Teresa allows Dale Earnhardt Jr. to go by Dale Earnhardt Jr. I can't believe she ain't taking yeah. him to court and taking that away from him yet. <laughs> he just be Junior. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. got to be Junior. I own Dale Earnhardt. Yeah, he can't be Dale or Earnhardt, yeah. you know, because – I'm amazed that uh, you know she's taken 
actual children to court and not allow them to use that name. He's just J.R. And, you know, let's be honest, too. Talking about that a little bit, what could DEI have been today had, looking at what Junior's career became, Junior getting out of it, Junior having the business savvy he has, DEI would probably be right there with Gibbs and Hendricks and, Mm -hmm. you know, Penske and – it would have been one of the top teams in NASCAR because I think I think Junior would have had the wherewithal to step out just like he did, and maybe even sooner than the injuries yeah. forced him out to be an owner and be a businessman. And I I think it would have been amazing to see what DEI could have. Well, that's become. what happens when greed overtakes passion. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's yeah. you know that's all it is. That's one of the best comments I've heard, and I'm going to say this: that may sum up the reason why I think Dale Earnhardt Junior. is a Hall of Famer more than anything is he's a, his passion about the sport from the the lower levels to the cup is unlike anybody I've ever I've ever seen outside of just the fan. Right. Oh yeah, he but he is a fan. And we talked about that earlier. When he yeah. wore when he wore racing t-shirts into the booth and convinced everybody the news media or yeah. the TV broadcast everybody wore your favorite race t-shirt. I mean, yeah. You know, he brought the common man into the booth is what he did yeah. you hear him you know like on the nbc broadcast and you know he's almost screaming like a little kid up there and you know that to me i like that you oh, know he's too. showing enthusiasm and he's yeah, still a shows, fan yeah it shows how much love he has for the sport that's great and if you've not heard him <laughs> With the which I I'm sure you guys watched it that year at the 500 when he got in and looked for the bricks and the creek back there. But if you've not heard the Dale Jr. download with Roger Penske, yes, when he talks to Penske about getting out there, again that wasn't like, and I know there's some people just dislike Jr. But that when he's talking to Penske, that wasn't like a you know I should have sent somebody out there to get a brick. He's like Roger, Roger's a a billionaire that owns yes. all this. You got to get out in the creek, man, and. You got to find a spot and you got to dig down about three foot down in the mud and then you'll find full bricks down there. Like he's talking like Roger Penske's going to roll and he, Roger probably will, not yeah. knocking Roger, is going to go out there and jump in the creek because Dale just thought that was the coolest thing yeah, ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the passion I want to see out of guys. And, and yeah. again, I, you know, I, not to get off on a tangent, but I, I saw a ton on several different um, outlets this week about how. You know, he was not a Hall of Famer, and, and I, I I disagree with that yeah, fully. Totally agree. The fan base has kind of let go of the history of everything, though. You know, it's, yeah. for the fan base now is all stat-driven, like you said. Yep, they they don't true. realize all of his other contributions that he has done for the sport. I agree. You know, I'm not angry at him for being selfish for himself and want to spend time with his wife and child. You know, mm-hmm. child. I, I think – kudos to him yeah no we all should want that yeah yeah. we all should want that at some point and and again that's where i i struggle i should just i'll just say it 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 ticks me off when people say he got in on his daddy's name he has talent he does now now this is what i'm going to say about that point he could he doesn't need money (laughs) let's call a spade a spade he doesn't need money even after Teresa took the name he doesn't need it he could have easily hung his helmet up sat out there in his wild west town that he's built out there on his land Mm -hmm. with the full 
and never been seen again. And I'm not knocking that. Carl Edwards did it. Kudos to Carl. I, I'm yep. glad he's doing what he's doing. But we could have never seen Junior again. He could have taken vacations to the Caribbean mm -hmm. and never worried about money. The dude does what he does because he loves the sport mm -hmm. and he loves being around it. But he's still contributing every day. Every is, day. Yep. <laughs> so, I, like but, I said, all those and – and I'll be the first to admit, too, I wasn't a Junior fan. I mean, I, I wasn't a junior oh, I, hater, right. but I was a Stewart fan. So I, yeah. I, they worked well together. But I would, I, I've never owned a junior T-shirt. I never me cheered neither. for him in a in a race. Yeah. I was never a fan, but I can also be objective and be honest. I about became it. more of a his fan after he became a car owner. Me too. Me too. That was when I thought this guy's all right. Him you in know? the booth. Yes. And yeah. and yeah, I agree hundred yeah. percent. After he got out of Cup Series, I gained a whole new appreciation for him, and you know whole new respect and you know i kind of regret not being a fan of his while he was driving yeah, he I just seems too. like a a good dude he's and one of us exactly yeah. exactly and i think that's kind of what nascar is missing now you, they don't really have a guy anymore that you know like what common we can, man yeah that we could relate to and probably the worst i i don't i don't know if i want to say the worst but the the, the comment that i saw somebody say that just went through me like a knife was like that this was like a a participation trophy for him losing his dad when he was on the track. Like if you think in any, and and I know I've not lost a parent. I know Nathan, you've not lost a parent, Matt, you have. If you think there is anything you could offer Dale jr. That would bring dad back or make him feel good about that situation or anything. He, I don't know him personally, but I've listened to him enough. He could give a shit less about your mm -hmm. hall of fame. Yeah. I'm just going to say it. You're exactly right. Yeah. And that idea... Again, that, that guy that probably made that comment wasn't even a NASCAR fan, probably. Right. They just wanted to throw their two cents in. Yeah. That's one of those that they say they haven't watched in 10 years, but they're the first one to say something when yes. something like that happens. Yeah. Can we talk about that for a second real Absolutely. quick? Absolutely. Can we get on a little... You know what? This isn't going to be Matt's rant. It's going to be our gonna rant. Be it's going to be our rant. Um, number one, I'm going to say this, and, and, I, and I'll, I'll open it up to you guys, but... If you don't watch the sport, don't comment about right. it. Mm -hmm. That's like, in my opinion, if you don't vote, don't complain about it, in my opinion. Yeah. But I've had, just with all the recent stuff going on, you know, the past few weeks with everything going on in the country and how that's getting in NASCAR now, I see posts on Facebook every single day that people claim they don't ever watch a race but they're the first ones to complain about something. And I don't really say much, you know, on their posts, but I have a few. And I said, what? If you guys aren't watching it, why are you still talking about, you know, you're just looking for something to complain about and then getting the pot stirred up. And well, this, that's what social media has done yes. for, mm -hmm. for the country, for the world. Used to, you kind of had to stand behind your comment mm -hmm. because you had to say it in front of someone yep. now you're just and you like ran this. the chance of getting your lips knocked off your face mm -hmm. now you're all sitting in the comfort of your home and you can run your mouth yep and there is no repercussion of you just running mm -hmm. your mouth anymore and that's that's the problem because before when you you said this is my opinion you had somebody to immediately rebuttal yep. against you or you got your lips knocked yep. off and, and i don't care what your opinion is you don't have to like it right i'm exactly. not upset because you don't like what i like i don't i don't watch major league soccer but go back mm -hmm. through my my 
every social media feed I've got, I've never criticized or said a word about Major League Soccer because I don't have an opinion. Right. Mm -hmm. If I'm not watching it, I don't have an opinion. But you shouldn't have. And I don't read just posts and headlines on Facebook to form my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know what? I don't care. Mm -hmm. Major League Soccer can do whatever they want. Yeah. They can play with no ball and decide that who scores based on Im imagination. Yeah. I, great. I don't care. It's yeah. not going to change my That's, life tomorrow. You know, like, but it, people, everybody has to have an opinion on everything yeah. now. You know, no what? one can say I I don't watch that, so I don't know. Mm -hmm. I I see it. You know, like on NASCAR's Facebook page, I'll just kind of scroll through the comments sometimes. Well, I haven't watched a race in fifteen years, but this is so stupid how they're. I mean, why? Why have you liked their page if you haven't watched in fifteen? But but years? that's the thing. I don't I don't believe half those people no. say they haven't watched a race either. No. I think they're still. But that's that's a that's a cool thing to say. Mm -hmm. Is I refuse yeah. to watch because in their mind it's like NASCAR will have to shut down if they don't mm -hmm. have yeah. me watching. They'll they they won't yeah. be able to race anymore. And, and their excuse is, oh NASCAR's dead. NASCAR. Well, no, it's not. Well, and I think I, people don't understand either. You know. All of sports have changed. In yes. the last 20 years, sports have taken a huge change. And, and, you know, I think people kind of forget about this stuff. But, you know, even 20, 25 years ago, I mean, the idea of having a big screen TV, like you were, you were big time. Mm -hmm. I mean, like I grew up at a, and we were fine. We were a middle class family. I mean, our living room TV was a 32 inch tube TV. I mean, yep. it was it was I'm not like saying that. Like, it was furniture. Yeah, I right. mean, was, yeah, right. But the picture wasn't great. The mm -hmm. sound wasn't great. I mean, but that's and that was the nicest we had. Yeah, I was I was out of college when my parents first brought their first HD TV flat screen. You know, and I remember when I was got my first job. That was the first thing I saved up for because I wanted one. Mm -hmm. Now everybody has a fifty inch, yeah. you know, flat screen and you know HD TV and this kind of stuff and and. That has changed the sporting complex mm -hmm. because I'll be the first to admit, there's a lot of times that I could go to something, mm -hmm. but I'm like, you can see it better at home. God, why would I just stay at home? And and even Saturday night, I'm at Lawrenceburg with the USAC race, and I, I it was amazing to me the number of people that I had tell me in the pits, like, because it was hot. I know you guys were at Brownstown; it was hot. I was that, comfortable. Oh yeah, you're in the air conditioning. Um, yeah. Tyler Courtney, you didn't invite me over to the NOS Energy air conditioned trailer, unfortunately. <laughs> My seat was uh, about sixty five degrees. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Uh but um <laughs> but a lot of guys were saying like You sit right next to the air conditioner. Why are you complaining? Yeah, the outside of the air conditioner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could see the water dripping off of it and I was praying for a drink of it. <laughs> that, that was, was that humidity third? leaving the building. Yeah. <laughs> But if you could if you could watch this stuff on flow, why am I sitting here sweating my oh, yeah. my rear end yeah. off when I could watch it in HD? And I, I think people forget baseball is down. You know, all of sports live viewership is down because I can see it in full HD better. The days of sitting in your grandpa's basement watching it in black and white and hitting the TV to try and get reception, watching a NASCAR race. It's as close to being there as you can get. Yeah. Well, I think the last huge stadium ever built is, is going to be the Raiders Stadium in Las Vegas because mm -hmm. I think that's going to be taken into consideration when they build new stadiums is we don't need to build them like we used mm -hmm. to. No, unless you're 
unless you're in certain areas of the country where you know you can pull in big events yes. like a super bowl yeah. like vegas will be perfect for the super oh, yeah. bowl let's build it to be ready for that but you gotta have the dollars to back it mm-hmm. to keep it open because multi like yeah like you know our uh lucas oil stadium you know it holds hosts other things yeah i i just i hate when i hear people say that like well nascar's dead well but <laughs> even going back to the 90s at the heyday tv still wasn't that good no it wasn't you couldn't see what we just saw mm-hmm. on this race mm-hmm. i mean we're watching we can literally see every bump every yeah. move every car gets squirrely 20 years ago you didn't see it until they were spinning in the infield yeah i mean and there's more cameras there Mm -hmm. oh yeah i mean there's cameras on everything in the cars i mean you can tell when the birds take off from lake loy on the inside of daytona you know that's uh in the 90s we had four cameras around the outside mm -hmm. and you just watched them run i mean it yeah you know i was an adult and you know and you talk about in the 90s you were an adult mm -hmm. oh i lived on my own then oh yeah you guys were still well you could have been my dad on the teat but i was uh you know i was living on my own there but anyway <laughs> but no i i just with everything that's been going on it just it's you, all fake you, news <laughs> it's phony stuff it didn't happen But it's just what I was going to finish. It's just really aggravating. You know, I know NASCAR's not perfect. They're doing the best they can with the situation they're in. But just these people, you know, they want to just constantly complain and whine about every single little thing. Yeah, I could complain and whine about stuff, but I love the sport. I love watching NASCAR. Misery loves company. Right. But can we also – I'll throw this point out too because I think what you're just saying is, is a great point, and, and you are – and this isn't a knock at you, Nathan. You are the ultimate NASCAR supporter. Mm-hmm. You, you're always in their corner. But can we also give them some credit? Major League Baseball cannot figure out a deal between their players and their owners on how to get them back to play games. Millionaires arguing over money. Yeah. The NBA can't figure out how they're going to do this bubble city and what's going to happen. Millionaires read, arguing over money. I read the other day that the NFL, now they're saying maybe we need to do bubble cities. They can't figure it out. NASCAR is the only sport that has come yep. back in, in multiple states, yep. multiple arenas, and made it work. Yep. And tried to make it as normal as possible. Yep. So, I mean, and, and even going back to the iRacing, which I know we've had our conversations, it wasn't what we all wanted, but it was, they even tried to entertain us during the mm-hmm. time yeah. that we were in quarantine. Yeah. yeah. I have nothing but respect for what NASCAR has tried to do. Oh, absolutely. I I'm, totally agree. Yeah. I've always respected NASCAR, but I've gained a lot more respect, you know, through this whole deal. You know, they, they try to get their fans you know still engaged in what's going on and you know you've got to that's great yep but i agree yeah it's just can i also make this argument too that outside of outside of the years when you had stewart coming in as a young pup rookie gordon at his heyday earnhardt senior take those handful of years out i won't make a bold statement here you guys can disagree with and you may go back a little farther to Earnhardt Sr. and Gordon's battles, but... That, I was also thinking Petty and Pearson, but... Well, but that's... that that. 
that don't count no that's before i was even on the teat um <laughs> uh i was on the teat then that's uh <laughs> i was still swimming <laughs> uh half of you was <laughs> <laughs> uh, but can i make the statement that and i this i'm gonna get killed for and you guys can disagree with me that's fine that i honestly think the racing is better now than what it was then i don't know if i can totally agree with that why even if you take out the, the three things that you told about there were still some small competitions in there i mean you, you had the tim richmond days you know he was an entertainment show on his own when he was out on the racetrack you know he only won 13 races but you know his career was cut short you know so i i think you got to throw you know his years in there so i mean i think the racing is, is still very good but i i would call this almost an average year real I, w- I wouldn't put this year above any other year why because i just don't feel like it is you know you don't have the hype you know, like even in baseball you know you had mark mcguire and sammy sosa you know that gave the rebirth to baseball and you had, you know, Earnhardt and, and Gordon, and then, you know, you had Earnhardt and someone else. So and, let me ask you this. Is the answer to the, the best sports dominant people out front? Mm-hmm. I think or so. Or is it parody? I think because you just said this was maybe the race of the year because you saw guys like Ryan. And I'm not, not trying to be a, a jerk, but you saw guys like Ryan Pierce. But, but, but you're comparing the year, the season. This was a great race, but I don't think the season is a great season yet. Oh, I, I think I think for the situations, the races we saw early in the short tracks, don't get me wrong, Martinsville was a snooze fest. The Daytona 500 was a good race. Talladega, I, I have to put this one up there. I think the racing right now is as good as it's ever been. Because I think anybody can go out and win. Kyle Busch. Well, no, not anybody. Because no, anybody ain't. We still got almost the same winners. We, what's a new winner this year? Has Blaney won this year? But he's won before. We have no one. Like, oh, you're talking oh, first-time winners. We have no, oh, okay. my gosh, I can't believe he won. But who were the first-time winners when Earnhardt and, and Gordon were battling? Well, one was Gordon. <laughs> yeah, the first time he won, and then but, he. But, but you know what I'm saying. But 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 I understand that. You know, but, all, all the winners are the same pieces that win every year. You got Denny Hamlin's won multiple. Joey Logano's won multiple. Truex is in there. Harvick's in there. Blaney, who won this but race But I would last be interested. Year. What was this, race seven? No, this is race 13, right? Yeah. Race 13. Mm-hmm. So let's just – you guys talk about something else. I'm going to look it up. Let's see how many how many different winners won – pick a year in the 90s you want to pick. 93. Because I'm just curious. How many different winners won in the first 13 races um, compared to now? And, and you may be totally right. Let's see. I can't even remember who was champion in 93. One, uh, two, three, four. Was it Earnhardt? Maybe. I can't remember. Yeah, I, I can't remember what I ate this morning. I'm sure it was a large meal. Could have been. <laughs> Could have been. But no, like. I, and I guess I'm going to give more props not to the driver in this race today but the smaller funded teams mm-hmm. that were up front yeah. but you know talladega is a uh, a crapshoot you know it's uh 
Okay. The first 13 races of 1993, we'll have to count them again, make sure I'm counting right, but I think there was eight different winners. Okay, because you had Dale, Ju- Dale Jarrett uh, won the Daytona 500, 93. So there's one. Rusty Wallace won at North Carolina Speedway. There's your second. Davey Allison wins at Richmond, third. Morgan Shepard wins at Atlanta, fourth. Earnhardt wins at, Te- at Darlington, fifth. Then, don't get too excited over there. Then Rusty Wallace wins again at Bristol. Rusty Wallace wins again at North Wilkesboro. Rusty Wallace wins again at Martinsville. And we didn't even mention him. <laughs> and so we're still at five, and that's what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight races. This amazes me. Ernie Irvin wins at Swerve and Ernie Irvin. He was a good good race car driver, (laughs) man. Wins at Talladega. And drove for Robert Yates. Uh, So there's six. Uh, Jeffrey Bodine wins at Infineon. Hendrick car. And then you get Earnhardt at Lowe's. Is that the 25 car? Seven. Seven, yeah. And Earnhardt at Dover. So seven different winners one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve yep seven different winners um you know, one more race there's only 12 three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve okay eight different winners because cal petty won at pocono God, I picked a good year, man. Swerving Irvin and Petty. Yeah, you, you did. Those two <laughs> those two were out of the, the sort. So eight different winners. So now let's look at Kyle Petty talking about coattails. <laughs> See, mm. I, I like Kyle. I do too, but mm. so now bring up to this year. Because I think we're I am. At, I'm working. I think we're at seven. That sounds about right. I think Blaney makes number seven. Yeah. Okay. Hamlin wins. Logano wins. Uh, who won there? Oh, Alex Bowman. So there's three difference. Logano wins again. Kevin Harvick, four. Hamlin. Kozlowski, five. Chase Elliott, six. Kozlowski again, Harvick again, Truex, seven, Denny Hamlin, and then Blaney, eight. So it's exactly the same. Mm-hmm. So how is this not one of the best years? Well, I didn't say 93 was the best year. I just said. I told about, you to pick your favorite year. I said it's about the same. <laughs> I told you to pick your favorite year. That is interesting, going back and, you know, looking, kind of comparing year. I've never really... I might have to do that like on my own time. That'd be interesting to see. He'll have it typed out for us next next yeah, year. He'll, he'll have it all detailed. <laughs> I'll out. send a PDF file. And, and, <laughs> but, and not not arguing with you in this sense. But again, I think that goes to show the people on Facebook arguing. Oh, the '90s, the best time in NASCAR ever. But I'm going to say for the '90s, the guys you just rattled off are expected to win. We were all shocked when you read off the in '93 that Kyle Petty and Ernie Irvin won a race. Okay, those two. The rest of that list is absolutely okay. expected yeah. to win. The rest of the list was all Hall of Fame. The, the eight that you read off today, who did you, are you surprised won? I, I I don't know that I would say anybody right now. That's what I'm saying. But there's other years. I mean, there's yeah. Ricky Stenhouse's one. Oh yeah. 
I mean, there's other years that I would say that. But was, Trevor Bain winning the Daytona 500 yeah. was the biggest shock in NASCAR. Yeah, so. but but again, I would still say I'm not shocked Ryan Blaney won because I think Ryan Blaney's a, a quality driver. Mm-hmm. But so I wouldn't put him in the Kyle Petty, Ernie Irvin category. But he also ain't Rusty Wallace, Dale Earnhardt, the rest of the crew yet. And that's the bad thing is Rusty was really shadowed by Dale Earnhardt. Mm-hmm. Oh, Rusty was a stud. Yeah. But Earnhardt actually shadowed him. You know, I was never a, a Rusty Wallace fan. I didn't root against him, but I was not a, you know. But he he really was overshadowed because of Dale. Yeah. A lot, totally there were a lot agree. of drivers were. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here is by ESPN.com. Here is the top 10 nascar seasons this is by driver richard petty 1967 uh for the record i wasn't born yet really yeah 71 was when i was born huh <laughs> fooled me <laughs> jeff gordon in 98 uh they did have jeeps in 67 though i know is this going from 10 to 1 no this is number one oh, was richard one, petty okay. number two is gordon in 98 um it's like wins of the year what makes it the best year what what's the classification for it? Uh, the just this guy's opinion oh oh so it's an who's opinion. the guy is it marty smith no this is mark ashenfelter uh, if it was marty smith i i would put a little more credit in there yeah, yeah I would well too. and this yeah. is really by individual driver i thought it was going to be like just overall yeah. that's probably who won the most in that season i would guess because yeah. i think in 98 when gordon pulled off like 12 or 13 yeah. wins let's see Okay, this is this is on a Reddit post, so this is just a normal everyday people. Um, is there a normal person anymore? I don't know about that. But, but anyway, us three. Well, yeah. This says we're just darfs. <laughs> this says what is the best NASCAR season of all time, and they say 2011. So let's go back and let's look at 2011. How close are we to the car tomorrow? Right in there. I think that's after the car tomorrow. That's yeah. probably why they're saying that because he watched that year of horribleness. <laughs> that could be. Yeah, can't argue. That. Oh, well, I know why. A turd with a wing. Yeah, I know why. <laughs> the champion was right. Oh yeah, Tony Stewart. Hmm. Funny how things work out. I'm trying to find the. Let's see. He broke Johnson's championship streak. Hmm. So that's why people. So let's yep, see. That makes sense. <laughs> Kurt Busch wins Daytona that year. Um. Oh no, that was Budweiser shootout. Yeah, Excuse I was me. Say. That was Trevor Bain. Eleven was Trevor Bain. So Trevor Bain wins, mm-hmm. and I, I, that probably made a lot of people decide that. Absolutely. Wood Brothers and Trevor Bain yeah. pull off Daytona. Gordon wins at Phoenix. So there's two new ones. Carl Edwards wins at Vegas. Kyle Busch wins at Bristol. Kevin Harvick wins at Fontana. Kevin Harvick wins at Martinsville. Matt Kenseth wins at Texas. Jimmy Johnson wins at Talladega. Kyle Busch wins again at Richmond. Regan Smith wins at Darlington. How many races is that? That's 10. We're at eight. (laughs) Matt Kenseth wins again at Dover. David Reagan wins at Concord, uh, Charlotte. Uh, 
Carl Edwards wins that. That would be the, the all-star race, so that one doesn't count. Kevin Harvick wins again at Charlotte. And Kozlowski. Kozlowski hadn't won a race yet, had he? Oh, so it's 10. In the first 13 races, 10 different drivers. What race did David Reagan win? David Reagan won. Oh, that was the sprint showdown. Yeah, Take him uh, off. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're down yeah. to nine. Nine in 13 races. So we're, we're one off. The, yeah. In 93, and so... Yeah, it wasn't as big as the... Yeah. Yeah, so now, yeah. David Reagan did win the Coke Zero yeah. 400 that year. And a fun fact about that, I have his shoes that he wore during that race. Did he stink? No. Well, Are they white? They're brown. Brown and yellow when he was sponsored by UPS. How did you end up with those shoes? Facebook. He won stole. a contest on his uh, fan page. I oh, forget man. what the contest was even about. I'll bring them next week. Man. I talking got about, talking about fan page, and I don't know if he does it anymore. But I remember J.J. Yaley used to have a, if you followed him, I think it was on Twitter, J.J. puts two dice in his race car when he would qualify. I remember that. And he would, you would have to pick the number because they would bounce around while he qualified. Uh -huh. And if you guessed the number that was correct, J.J. would send you merchandise. I remember that. And I always thought that was cool because he made qualifying interesting because yeah. he would throw the two dice in the car and then he wouldn't look at them again until qualifying was over and he'd read off what the, the dice added yeah. up to but but i do i cool. uh, i won that on facebook somehow it was a question and what david reagan eat for breakfast no uh, it was some Wheaties. something about he had like a fan day and just name like one person that was there and i i think i answered like mark martin and I was the first one to comment on the post, and I ended up winning the shoes. I thought it was what uh, shipping company does Dave Reagan use? <laughs> Definitely not FedEx. Okay, so can I ask you this? This is interesting. 2011, who won the Brickyard? Paul Menard. Yeah. Fuel mileage over yeah. Jeff Gordon. Well, that, wasn't that the year that they, uh, they ground the track and they had all the issues with the... the um, that was... The tire wear and oh, all that. nine was it? I thought it was really close to that. It was 08 or 09. But I would have never put, I would never guess Paul Menard, mm -hmm. even in a fuel race. So, I would I mean, because our pool, I always think about putting him at the brickyard because I knew he won it once. Mm -hmm. Marcus, yeah. Marcos Ambrose, mm -hmm. Watkins Glen. Australian. Throw me another one out, see if I can get it right. <laughs> 2011. He won the very first ever Daytona 500. You know what? I do remember this. This was the year. Lee Petty. How many days did it take him to decide he won? Like three or four. Who did they think won originally? Uh, that I do not remember. Johnny Bochamp. Johnny Bochamp. He was three laps down after they reviewed yeah. everything. <laughs> what was Richard Petty's nickname when he first started racing? I do not know that because I don't. I wasn't around when Richard Petty started racing. I wasn't either, but it was Squirrel Jr. Squirrel Jr. Dustin must got late breaking news. No, I don't. No, it just <laughs> it, I <laughs> forgot. <laughs> I forgot what year this was because twenty twenty. <laughs> what a year it's been! <laughs> yeah, feels like it's went on about three years. Alzheimer's will do that to you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Good thing about an Alzheimer's patient, you make new friends every day. Yeah. 
this is awful but i'm gonna tell the story because <laughs> it's funny my great-grandmother was in the nursing home i love my great-grandmother she's the best ever but she <laughs> i come and visit her one day and she had when she first got to the nursing home she used to go down to like the events nights and play like bingo and all that kind of stuff and she had stopped and i said grandma why why don't you go down there and and play she said every time i meet a new friend down there they die (laughs) (laughs) she'd given up on me making friends just die on her and it was said in the sense of not like like comfort and understanding it was said in the sense of like yeah they gave up on me like i become friends but what i was going to say here about racing um I did. I had forgot. 2011 was the year. Stewart's champion, but Stewart had not won anything going yes. into the chase. Won five of the ten, <laughs> and then Rent wins yeah. Chicago Land, New Hampshire, um, Martinsville, Texas. He definitely went into the Homestead. chase as the underdog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 ends up winning the championship. Well, not the year he wouldn't cut his hair either, because everybody kept asking him he's going to cut his hair. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He actually tied with Carl Edwards that year, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, him and Edwards. And he won the tiebreaker. Yeah, they tied, and they finished first and second. Yeah. That's kind of how the championship four deal got started now, the elimination deal. Casey Kane with a win in that year, Clint Boyer. I mean, there's this, this was a better year than what I thought it was. So, for those that say NASCAR's not been the same since, like, you know. Yeah, they don't have a 1993. We've argued. I mean, it's almost – it's the same yeah they just don't want to take time and go back and look at well and people aren't wanting to pick new drivers right that's the biggest thing yeah once their driver's out then you know their interest is when i was a little kid i rooted for harry gant because i thought Mm -hmm. the 33 car was the most beautiful car i'd ever seen in my lifetime Mm -hmm. harry left i rooted for jeff gordon jeff left and dustin will tell you this that it's not because he's doing well now but I pretty much jumped on Matty D. You did immediately yeah. before he proved anything on himself. So, and I, and I got to be honest too, though. I mean, and not the difference I'll put in myself in is that I was never in that category of hating on NASCAR mm-hmm. online and doing all that stuff. But when Stewart got out, I struggled, and I yes. know you and I've had that yeah. conversation. Even I didn't know who to root for. Yeah. I mean, and, and and this is going back four or five years ago when we were in the offices next to each other. I know you and I had talked. I'd kind of started jumping on the Carl Edwards bandwagon and really thought Carl Edwards is going to be my next guy. Then he retires in the yeah. middle. And so I, I've really struggled with that, you know, on, on who I'm really a fan of. And our, our NASCAR fantasy deal we do, that helps me because yes. I change who I'm a fan of. But to tell you right now that I'm like, like when Stewart was racing, I was a diehard Stewart guy. I don't even know if I could have been in a fantasy league because you wouldn't want to root against If I didn't have yeah. Stewart, I don't know that I could have done it. Um, but I, I haven't had that guy and it is different watching races like that. See, when I was a kid, ever since I knew what NASCAR was, I was a Mark Martin fan. I was all about Mark Martin, the red, white, and blue Valvoline car. And then he went to Viagra and I was like, mom, what's that? Then I found out. You should ask Matt. He knew. Yeah, I did. I knew. I've seen the commercials. But anyway after mark retired then i went to stewart then he retired then i you know i'm partial to kyle bush but i don't really have an absolute favorite that i pull for i just enjoy the sport you know i there's a couple guys i don't really 
care much for, but the rest of them, I really don't care who wins week to week. You know, I just enjoy watching it. But Nathan dislikes one so badly that when he goes to Walmart, he buys his bread unsliced. <laughs> and I don't prefer FedEx either because they're slow. Now, I, I will agree with that. I don't dislike the driver as much as you, but I just if I get on Amazon and I order something and it says FedEx is bringing I'm yeah. like, damn. Yeah. If it's UPS, damn. heck, they're, they're already on their way. And we got one of the best UPS drivers ever mm-hmm. right around here. Yeah. He knows you. Oh, does he? He graduated high school with you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Huh. You have to tell me the name when we go up I, there. I, oh, think. you don't know it. I think. But no, he... he Huh. We'll talk off air, <laughs> but he did. He graduated high school with you. Is it? Are we to the the questions yet? We're yeah, yeah. We're an hour in. Yeah, I already asked all my questions. You don't have the hot topic or the 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 deck of cards. Oh yeah, I got the deck of cards. Well, yeah, we're ready for them. Yeah, you're. Oh, you're done with my conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, invite these guys over and see what happens. What have balloons done to you? Actually, I think we let me go back and read the conversation. I think Nathan invited us tonight. We just used your house. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. I don't know that this is really a good one, but I'm going to throw it out there. This would be a lot better for me because I'm in a little different situation. But would you rather wear a monitor? that beeps when you are lying or beeps when you're attracted to someone <laughs> attracted to someone don't you think i'd get annoying going off all the time <laughs> it'd go off on you guys tonight <laughs> we couldn't have the show because it'd be constant beeping beep 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 i have to do it with my eyes closed man that's interesting um I'd yeah I'd go with that too. Yeah. So you guys aren't very honest. I just think it'd be funny because then girls would be like, "What that be for?" Because I, I like you. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Being a married man, it wouldn't mean anything to me because it would only beep when my wife was around. Oh. If you wore the other monitor, to be beeping right now. <laughs> He don't even need a monitor for that. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Meanwhile, and he didn't deny it. <laughs> I didn't even hear what she said. What'd you say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> um. I, I'm not even asking that one because I know what you do for a living. Um, He's talking to you. <laughs> He's going to have to ask that one off the air. Yeah. Be, what strange thing would you like to have happen at your funeral to make people laugh? Did I be rigged and sit up with a springboard in my back and I sit straight up in the coffin? Oh, God. You know what I would like to have happen at your funeral? Somebody show up? Oh, I'll be oh. there. <laughs> I'd like somebody else to show up, but I'll be there. Okay. No, I want, like, I, I want, because this fits you for me. 
I'm nervous. I want like the whole like typical like funeral parlor music, like the angels and all that and blah, blah, blah. And then I want like as everybody sits down and the, and the preacher's walked up and he's getting ready to say the words. And I want like a race car engine to rev and like Motley Crue to come mm. on and just hammer down. That's how we start. It's funny you say that. That's how I would honor you. Because in the uh, the occupation that I'm in, we have to fill out an envelope that has all of our last wishes in case something happens in the line of, of duty. And we have to fill out any music we would like played at our funeral. There, I, All of my music selections, none of them are your normal funeral selections. I love it. So you will get what you want there. Do I get to speak? If you want to. Oh, yeah. I got lots to say. Yeah, it's a... I'm going to pull a Bobby Knight. I want to be buried upside down. <laughs> that way they can park bicycles in the cemetery. <laughs> and with that, guys, thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week as we break down the doubleheader at Pocono. Uh, <laughs> congratulations to Ryan Blaney on his win at Talladega today. Uh, and uh, catch us next week.